today? Yeah. Great. Okay. <sighs> oh god. Everything okay, ma'am? Oh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh my god! Don't look up there, it only makes it worse. Keep your eyes on me, okay? <sighs> Can't you just scan something less expensive? Now brace yourself, I'm about to do the mixed nuts. Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out! Okay, bite down on this, Patricia. Get ready, I'm gonna do the cured meats. Oh, no, stop! I can't do this anymore! It's too late, there's a line behind you, okay? You're locked in. Son okay, your total's 25784. Oh, no! You gotta dig deep, this is the hardest part. Patricia, it's time to pay. It's funny, but it's not funny, right? Most Americans right now, when they go into the stores and they're making their basic purchases, are dealing with that exact situation. I know, like for me, just a single woman living at home, I, I spend about $100 a week in groceries now. And that was never the case before Joe Biden entering the White House. Um, so there's a lot to be concerned about. And now we're entering the holiday season. Um, we're about to discuss what's been going on lately regarding retailers. But a, a couple of quick points I want to you know drive home so you guys understand what's actually happening right now. Walmart is saying that consumer spending on basic items, like even food, is down. So customers are spending less money on essentials, which is really scary. Target's also saying during the holiday season that they're not going to fully stock their shelves. It's going to be a, a lighter amount of items that you see when you walk into their stores. I'm going to bring in a man who's going to help ease our minds and worries about all of this because I'm a little nervous heading into the holiday season. Please welcome in Dr. Kirk Elliott. Dr. Elliot, thank you for being here. Um, I mean, every time I go to the store now, I am horrified at the prices. The most basic items are going up 40, 50, 60 to a dollar every time I see it. And I feel like it's happening all the time now. Uh, beef is so expensive. Chicken is so expensive. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's going on right now with our economy? It doesn't seem to be um, showing well, any signs of it reducing the, the prices, at least for food. No, it it's not. And so, you know, a couple weeks ago, Biden was speaking in Northfield, Minnesota, and I was watching the the interview and it's like, he said he was just bragging about Bidenomics. And so what he called it, he's called it Bidenomics. He said, it's so good. We're creating jobs and we've won the war against inflation and we can pause interest rates and we're going to spend in rural America. And it's like, what? What? Every one of those things is a lie. It's like, seriously, every single one. A, if they were to have beat the war against inflation they wouldn't raise rates sky high and then pause them they would lower rates okay so point number one they didn't win that war and bidenomics stinks it's not good for america we've got massive inflation rising taxes rising in interest rates to slow down inflation i mean people don't have any money to spend like that that video i know it was is intended to be a funny video and it made us chuck a little bit but people buying groceries they they can't afford it that's not a funny story right that's yeah. but that little video is kind of funny it makes us chuckle because we've all seen that and we experienced that but now i know i'm aging myself a little bit but when i was in college i would go to the grocery store and i would get 10 packets of ramen for like a buck <laughs> right yeah. it's like oh my yeah. word i mean it was cheap but but now what walmart and and target are saying is that people going in um, buying stuff. They're not just buying normal things that you would normally get, but groceries. They're buying fewer groceries, 
where instead of going in and buying 10 packages of ramen, people are saying, oh, I'm only going to get four, right? Or, or instead of buying, you know, a, a box of like 24 cans of soda, they're going to just get a six pack, right? They just, they're not buying as much because they don't have enough money. They're literally living hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck, most of the people in America. This is America, Brianna, that shouldn't be this way. We should have a system where when you work hard and you don't spend a lot of money, you live frugally, that you should have money left at the end of the month to save and yeah. to grow and to invest and to, but most people aren't there. Really, they're, they're just not there, which is purely a function of policies coming out of DC. Because when you think about what we've got, we've got rising prices because they're printing money like there's no tomorrow. That is not going to end anytime soon. How, why, how do we know? Because the BRICS nations that met in August when Putin was speaking said, we're gonna de-dollarize the world. They added six of the nine largest oil producers in the world into the BRICS nations took away demand for the petrodollar, which is all oil settlements globally traded in US dollars. That's the built-in demand for our currency, which allowed us to print money without discretion because we still had built-in demand. But when we don't have that anymore and we still have expenses, we still have infrastructure, we still have education, we still have all the entitlements, social security, Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children programs, food stamps, all of that, we still have defense. How are we going to pay for it if we have no incoming cash flow from, from other countries using the U.S. dollar? Well, the answer is we're going to have to print our way out of it. Printing causes inflation. The mechanism to slow down inflation is to raise interest rates. So here's where when Biden talks, He's lying when he says they've won the war against inflation. When Janet Yellen is speaking and saying the dumbest thing that I've ever heard a, a Treasury Secretary ever say, where she's clapping, saying, oh, good job, America. We understand that the economy is bad, but you're very resilient in your spending. And this is awesome. You know, good job. It's like, what? Why would you encourage people spending when Brianna, if, if you and I were to spend money out of our checking accounts or something like that, that's true spending, right? It's money that's there. We spend it. It's gone. We got something in exchange for that. But what she's talking about is people spending money on credit cards. How do I know? Because credit card debt now is at the highest point it's ever been in the history of our country. We blew past a trillion dollars in credit card debt over the last couple of weeks. Now, not only do we have massive amounts of credit card debt with interest rates rising, which is going to be a problem for anybody that has debt, but the available credit lines that people have on their credit cards is going away. One, because banks are running out of money and they're, they're eliminating that. Let's just say, let's just make up a story here. Let's just say, Brianna, you had a, a $25,000, you know, debt on your Chase credit card, right? But you had a $35,000 credit line. You still have $10,000 left for you to spend. See, this is what Janet Yellen and the crew are hoping that people keep spending that money because that's what's kept the economy afloat. That's what she was clapping about. But banks are squishing that, taking away the available credit. So now the credit lines are exactly what your debt is or 
people have just reached their max. There isn't anything left, right? So there's nothing more to spend. So what the government is celebrating, people spending money, they can get by without lying about it technically because, yeah, people are spending money on their credit cards. But to me, that's not real spending. Now, come 2024, what are people going to do? If they don't have lines of credit left on their on their credit cards or if they've, they've maxed everything out, right, they're not going to spend anymore. When people don't spend, companies don't hire. When companies don't hire, there's no income tax revenue. There's no sales tax revenue as people aren't buying. People can't afford to buy houses. So income, so property tax revenues come down. It's like, it's ugly. And what happens during the holiday season when people aren't spending money because Target says they're not going to spend money. We've already seen it. We already know that this is going to happen. We're not going to have anything on the shelves. What happens after a horrible holiday retail season? People get laid off in January. What happens when they get laid off? Bankruptcies come. So this is all coming in 2024. You can see the writing on the wall and the connecting these dots. And here's the sad thing, Brianna, it's an election year. During an election year, you've got politicians who are gonna promise the world and, and they're gonna mortgage future generations of America, send them down the river without a paddle. And, and people know this, who knows this? Banks know it, Citibank, their CEO of Citibank this week basically said, hey, or it was actually on Friday. Um, President, CEO of Citibank said, Project Bora Bora, internal document that we've been working on. We're starting to lay off 10% of our workforce. We're going to make this happen. It's like 10% of the workforce. Citibank has 240,000 employees. That's 24,000 people going to get laid off. You know what happened two days ago? They started laying people off. Project Bora Bora is a reality, right? So, so they know what's gonna happen. A bank wouldn't lay people off if the economy were robust. A bank lays people off because the economy stinks. Thank you, Mr. Biden, right, for stinking up the economy. Now, it gets a little bit worse because globally, we've got this debt cycle that's happening, massive amounts of debt that can't be paid back, rising interest rates across the globe, Japan just raised rates for the first time in over 40 years. It's ugly. And um, two days ago, the Dutch Central Bank spilled the beans, Brianna. They, they basically exposed their hand and said, uh, we're prepared for a new gold standard. I've been talking about this on shows for the last year and a half, how this is coming. People say, Kirk, that's conspiracy theory. We're not going to have gold back currency. It's like, oh, well, now that the Dutch Central Bank said it, now you believe me, right? So yeah. so what we've been talking about is actually coming true. Well, here's the interesting quote from what they said in this interview on Dutch News. It says, this is the, the head of the Dutch Central Bank. If there is a financial crisis, the gold price will skyrocket and official gold reserves can be used to underpin a new gold standard. Then they said, by saying gold will be the safe haven of choice during a financial collapse, the Dutch National Bank confesses its own currency, the euro, does not weather all storms. It's like, hmm, imagine that. Fiat-based paper money, money that's just printed out of thin air with no tangible backing, can't weather all storms, but what can? A gold-backed currency, which is why, Brianna, you and I have talked about this before on the show, but 
but for a long time, it's like, don't watch, don't listen to what central banks say. Watch what they do because that paints a completely different picture. What they say is stuff like, oh, gold and silver, stupid ancient relics. They're very volatile and you don't want to do that. You want our central bank digital currency where there's accountability and transparency and we can monitor every transaction and, and get the bad guys and we'll stop money laundering and human trafficking and sex trafficking and drug trafficking. All of us want that. I'm not saying that we don't, but the ugly flip side of that is they monitor every transaction. If they don't like your spending, they can cut you off from buying or selling. So this is why gold is such an important option. And this is why they haven't been saying that it's actually good until just now when they know right around the corner, they're probably going to have their central banks backed by gold to maintain credibility in a world where the banking standard as we know it is going the way of the dodo bird. They have to adapt to survive. And, and this is where we're headed. So what we can do is watch what they're doing, Brianna. And what they're doing is amounting a massive amount of gold. China now has estimated 5,000 tons of gold. European Central Bank, 10,500 tons of gold. The Federal Reserve, 8,500 tons of gold. India, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, all about 300 to 400 tons of gold each. It's like, man, these big central banks are, are getting a war chest of gold. Why? To back their currency. The Dutch just spilled the beans and that's what they've been working on. So I think there's a monetary change coming and probably really soon. Gosh, that sounds really, really scary. I mean, but I like what you said there, right? Don't don't just listen to what they're saying, watch what they're doing, because I think that's really important during time like this, especially. How do we reverse course right now as a nation? Like, is there any way to go back and just try to change this so that we don't go down this really dark path? Or do you think we're just doomed mm. and we just have to, every individual in this country should just come up with their own individual plan on how to preserve their family finances? Boy, that's a good question and a loaded one. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Thanks for asking it on the air. I really appreciate it. Um, so so there's, there's probably two answers to that. And number one is, I don't think we can reverse what the globalists are doing. It is going to come to fruition, right? But but it doesn't mean that we can't have a parallel system, right? Because we've got banks, state banks like Texas, that are now wanting to have their own central bank digital currency backed by gold. So getting away from that federal system into a state's rights system where you're going to have state banks is one option that we're moving in the right direction. The fact that the Dutch said that they've got mountains of gold basically, and they're ready to actually back a global currency with gold, tells us what? It tells us, if you read between the lines, I think that they know that what they're bringing to the forefront of central bank digital currency, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs, I think they think maybe we've met our match. Maybe that the people aren't going to adapt this like we thought that they would, and we want a plan B. We still want to be the world's reserve currency, but we better have something that's going to back our currency so people still want what we have. So maybe that's it. Maybe they're going to have gold that's just a true backdrop to their central bank digital currency is the carrot. Is this carrot that's hanging out that say, hey, look, our central bank digital currency is better than everybody else's. Ours is backed by gold. You should put your money into our system. Here's the danger with that. 
using something good to entice people to do something bad. That's the plan of the enemy since Adam and Eve, right? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, so this is what they're doing, enticing people with gold to say, go into our central bank digital currency. But it's like, it's like watching a horror movie when, you know, you're sitting there with your friends on the couch and you're, you're like screaming. It's like, wait, stupid people don't go down the hallway. Don't go behind that locked door. We all know there's a monster back there. And when you open the door, you're going to be eaten alive. Right. But yet what happens? There's always somebody dumb that decides, Hey, <laughs> we know that there's something stinky on the other side. We can hear growling, but let's open the door anyways and just see what's in there. And I mean, this is what I feel like when people put money into a central bank digital currency, they're never getting it out. Truly, it's like they're going to die because they have then the ability, the the powers that be, those bankers, have the ability for, to cut you off from using your funds if your ideology doesn't match up. It's the same thing. It's like you are no longer in control. So what can we do, right? I would say, what the states are doing is wanting to back a currency with gold. Hmm. Central banks globally backing a currency with gold. Hmm. Now, we can't buy gold by the thousands of tons or hundreds of tons. That's a lot. But what we can do is buy gold or silver by the ounce. Do exactly what they're doing just at a smaller scale. Gets us into a point of financial freedom, right? So, so you can do this with funds in your IRA. You can do this with, with just checking account funds, right? Start buying gold or silver, literally buy the ounce and start safeguarding what you have. That doesn't require, Brianna, a collective voice. It doesn't require being loud and trying to get politicians' attention. It's just you saying, I understand there's a problem. There's a trend that I don't want to take, take part in. So I'm going to take advantage of that trend I'm going to allocate into the same thing central banks are just at a smaller scale. And that starts moving you in that direction of financial freedom, freedom and growth and prosperity where you can thrive. This is how you and I can have a smile on our face talking about bad news because we know that there's a solution and that's how I would start. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you and I have spoken about this privately. You've helped me come my own financial plan. So I myself have bought into silver because I I am worried. I'm yeah. I am seriously seriously worried about all of this. It's very scary. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, here in the state of Florida, I mean, we have a surplus of of money. We we spend responsibly, but it's not like that in our federal government. So yeah, I am worried. Um, and we're taking on national debt, personal debt, and it's just it's a lot to take in. Um, and so I'd highly recommend our audience reach out to you, like I did. Uh, we spoke and and we went over what my finances were and came up with a plan. And now I've got my silver. So for those of you at home right now, if you want to just talk and have a conversation, which is the probably the, the hardest thing that you could do is just literally schedule the appointment. I mean, it was just so easy to get on the phone with you guys and just and talk about it and go over my personal finances. So I'd highly recommend everyone just calling, scheduling the appointments. And that's like the first big hurdle. Um, and then you'll feel so much better after you get off the call and you, you come up with this plan like I did. So I recommend you guys give them a call right now, 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. You've got some great financial uh, advisors who could help you come up with this plan, discuss it. Uh, I'm grateful for it. You could also go over to kirkelliottphg.com slash Brianna. And there's a bunch of information available for you on that website. 
Dr. Kirk Elliott, I mean, I don't even know what to do anymore at this point besides tell everyone that they have to come up with a plan because y you don't want to be caught in in the looming economic disaster that's coming ahead and, and you yeah. want to have a plan in place. Um, what else? Is there any other recommendations besides obviously giving you guys a call right now? Is there anything else that you think people need to, to do? Or do you just want to emphasize? I mean, they could literally I, give you a call and talk this over with you and come up with a personal plan that fits their family situation. That's what I would do. I mean, my encouragement is don't not do it. Don't be afraid, right? Yeah. So a lot of people won't call because fear gets in. It's like, oh, normalcy bias. I was, I was listening to Dave Ramsey and at church and he said, you know, don't invest in gold or silver. Always buy and hold for the long term. Stocks are amazing. It's like, what? It's bad advice. I mean, Dave's the best on getting out of debt, but that's really bad investment advice because nothing goes up forever. Nothing goes down forever. What we have to do is we have to adapt to the economy as the economy changes or else you'll sink with the ship. So here's, here's what I want to end with. Normalcy bias, which is the market corrections in the past haven't hurt me. I'll get through I think I'll get through this one too if I just hold steady. It's like this one's different. Really, this is a debt spiral. This is a debt-based one. Even in 2009, when, when the big collapse that we had, what was different about that one? Interest rates were still coming down. We now have interest rates rising, which in, impacts everything. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, everything that we borrow, our credit card debt. I mean, we are in a debt spiral, which is always the most dangerous because it truly impacts everything. So don't sit on the sideline. Normalcy bias will be the death to your financial portfolio. If the world changes and you don't change with it, that's a problem. You have to simply take that action, do something about it. Give us a call. It's a free call. I mean, we're, we're not salespeople. We're not pushy. <laughs> No, or just there no. to give you information so you yeah. can make a wise decision with it. And whether you say, yeah, Kirk, let's do it. Makes sense. Or you say, nope, take a long walk off a short pier. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I, yeah. I don't care. My job and my calling and my gifting is to help get you to a point of decision where you can decide either way. That's our goal. Yeah. Yeah. And when I called, your team was super helpful. They planned everything out. They kept me in the loop of what was going on with my scheduled appointment. And it was just, it was so easy to do and it's refreshing and, and it literally takes like a load of stress off your shoulders because so many people are going to be sitting here watching what's going on in the news and, and start panicking. And you might as well just go and reach out now and get your plan put into place. I recommend it. I've done it myself. So give them a call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. You could also head over to his website, kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. That's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Dr. Kirk Elliott, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, and I'm so thankful for all the knowledge you've just given our audience because it's really important to do this and it's really important to protect your finances. So thank you so much for your time as always. It's my pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. 
Well, let's be honest, right? Under Joe Biden, we've had plenty of economic woes. Woes! And uncertainties. Like many of you, I was getting a little nervous. So I turned to my dad for some advice. He's great at investing his money. He said there's only one thing to do, and that's to invest in gold and silver. I've never done it before. So I called our friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. And I don't regret it at all because, let me tell you guys, he gave me all the details I needed. So if you're like me and you're just trying to get your foot in the door and how to figure out what's the best way to invest your funds, I highly recommend and right now, you go to kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. That's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Or call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900.